Your computer core? It controls all the ship's vital functions. Environmental systems, main power. You might say it keeps us alive. These are optronic relays. Yes, and the system's beginning to degrade. It could fail at any time. I've worked on something like this. On a Zerillion ship. Then you can fix it. I can try. I'll need some diagnostic gear from Enterprise. Why don't you come along? I could buy you lunch. Thank you, Commander, but we still have a lot to do here. I have been marooned for three years. A change of scenery for an hour or two couldn't hurt. Another time. Okay. I'll be back before you know it. Why can't I go? You know why. What's wrong with seeing their ship, meeting some of their crew? I think you've met enough of their crew already. These are good people. They want to help us. I promise not to say anything. Hello and welcome to SnapTrack, the podcast which compares two episodes of the galaxy's favorite science fiction franchise, Star Trek. I'm one of your hosts, Ross Webster, and I'm joined as ever by Jen Tift. Hello, Jen. Hey, Ross. What's up? I'm good. What's up? <laughs> good. I couldn't couldn't get a sentence out there. I'm good. It's good. So it came out. It's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good. <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to the Snap Trek, and I feel this is yes. one that we've had on the, on the back burner for probably since we came up with the idea for Snap Trek. Oh yeah, the, the, this is an obvious one. It's one that we yeah. we had to do. <laughs> it's a must do. But now we're coming up to like magic magic fifty. We're getting all we our are. special episodes yeah. out, and this we felt yeah. this this should be a special one. <laughs> um, for reasons which will become clear if you haven't already read the title of the episode. Some kind of game? I've never seen that one before. How do you play? During each Snap Trek, we compare the episodes using a variety of categories, and we select a scene or line or alien or prop which we think is excellent, and we award points to the answer which we think is the best. Aggressive. Adversarial. Competition. For fun. Snap Trek is a competition, but it's played just for fun. No prizes or trophies. The real aim is to have a great conversation about Star Trek and perhaps think about the episodes in a new way. We would love to hear from you. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Snap Trek. Please send us your ideas for episode comparisons and the categories we could use. And of course, send us any Star Trek lyrical recaps or any poetry at all. Haiku, limericks, rhymes or verse, etc. We love it all. You can get in touch with me, Taborg, at strtrk1701, also on Twitter, and Jen. And you can reach me on Twitter. I'm at edithquarks. Okay, well, let's get down to business. <laughs> in this Snap Trek, we are surprised to discover that characters we encounter are, in fact, very lifelike light forms created by some lonely flesh-and-blood family men who spent decades happily cohabiting with the holograms. It's both lighthearted and mysterious as we compare Deep Space Nine Season 2 Episode 16 Shadow Play with... With Enterprise Season 1 Episode 20 Oasis. Two episodes <laughs> so similar, they're almost exactly the same. Pretty but they much. feature one of Star Trek's royalty, René Aubergenois as the lead in both episodes. And we thought this would be a great episode to really celebrate him and talk about him and remember him. 
um, for appearing in Star Trek and just being a general great guy. Yeah, he's he's amazing, and you know, he's obviously Odo is is one of the most memorable characters in Star Trek. And then it's always nice to see him, you know, show up somewhere else. So this is, it I was is. glad he got to to show up later, <laughs> later on. I mean, he is, he's in every, he's one of those guys. You see him all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Um, and actually, personal note, I've got his autograph. I met him at a oh. convention a couple of years ago and I got him to sign a comic book and it was an alternate cover with a photo of grumpy looking Odo on the front <laughs> and he signed it. So I'm very pleased to have that in my collection. Oh, that's wonderful. That is a great piece to have. It is. It was. It was nice to meet That's him. Cool. Okay. And there's no, there's another reason to do this episode now. Why it's rather timely, mm-hmm. and that's because uh, the the actress that plays Liana in Oasis is going to be our new board queen <gasps> on of Picard course. season two coming yes. up soon. <laughs> that is amazing. I am absolutely looking forward to seeing the new Borg Queen. Absolutely. Uh, I'd like to see the old Borg Queens as well. I'd like to see all yeah. the all the queens together. But I, uh, I've seen multi- the pictures from Picard. multiverse of madness with Borg yes. Queens. <laughs> yes, that's what I want. Into the Spider Verse and the, <laughs> and the Borg Queens. I love it. <laughs> she looks much more monstrous and menacing and quite demonic, almost compared to the sort of xenobite style war queen we're used to but i'm I'm here for this i'm looking forward to it i'm here for it and of course actually timely again in that we've just had odo pop up once more yeah episode of prodigy (laughs) um it was so great to see that it was a real surprise to see him yeah uh great and hilarious and i I think i recognize some lines from shadow play oh yes in prodigy (laughs) And as I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, I reckon I, I've just watched that episode. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we tried to track down all the, you know, where, where they got all the lines from at Trek Yes, Court. very well. And, uh, and um, you know, but, but he starts off with with the classic Odo, the hmph, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Which is great. It's like, oh, I said that so many times. It's possible to know which one that is. <laughs> classic yeah, Odo. It's very good. It's very good. I love it. Jelly man, he calls him. <laughs> yeah, and that's funny, and that's going to stick. That's going to stick. Yeah, now. yeah, absolutely. Jelly man, that's good. And we didn't see him, and I thought strangely again because one of the things we might talk about in this episode is how often we see Odo transform or change yeah. into something, which isn't that often. It's not that often, yeah. And here, even in Prodigy, he they called him Jelly Man, but I don't think you actually saw him do anything. Oh yeah. He they could have had him turn into anything. Yeah, but he, just, you're right. but he remained that. very Odo. That's a human. <laughs> when they were crashed behind the panel, did he stretch a little bit? Maybe he was a bit blobby. I don't remember if he was or not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been a good opportunity. That's so okay. Funny. Let's get this underway, Commander. I would like to remind you about my poetry reading this afternoon. I wouldn't miss it for the world. I can't wait to see what he's come up with. We always begin with uh, a lyrical recap of the episodes under discussion. Jen, what do you have for Enterprise's Oasis? Okay. I just have a simple haiku for Oasis. Um, 
you know, because it just just boiled it down to the to the one to, to its essence, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. It's been a good home, but for you, I will move on and give you the stars. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's nice. It. And you got that's a little it. bit of light in there as well with the stars. Yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> All right, what do you have for Shadow Play? Well, as you've gone for a haiku, I went for an epic poem. Yes. So this <laughs> this is called The Old Man and the Sea Plus Plus. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. I was pretty pleased with that. <laughs> okay. Odo and Dax investigate a village's mysterious fate. As townsfolk vanish left and right, it's hoped Odo can shed some light. The townsfolk aren't that quick to rally, not even looked beyond their valley, at the boundaries of their land where Taya appears to lose her hand. Dax discovers what's gone wrong, the town's made up of Omicron, artificially <laughs> generated, the village is illuminated. Once the townsfolk are enlightened, they become angry and frightened. The only fix for their programs to turn it off and on again. The village wholly disappears, except for one advanced in years who programmed the entire site, admitting a trick of the light. The town he's in's only a game. Odo and Dax don't feel the same. The townsfolk think, therefore they am. So turn back on the hologram. Wow. Wonderful. <laughs> That's some of your best work, Thank I you. think. <laughs> I was really, I was really very wow, pleased. Wow, that. that really came together, Ross. I love Thank it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. I liked writing that as well. Impressive. As many light-based puns I could yeah. fit into a rhyme. <laughs> right. <laughs> Beautiful. That makes it, you know, that makes the story sound not nice. It makes it sound more epic than it, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Than, like it appears. And I, I like think that. <laughs> it's a surprisingly small episode because actually yeah. for, it's, it's yeah. the A-plot of the episode, but Actually, the B plot's pretty big, and there's even a little C plot as yeah. well, and they both take place on the station. So you're really only on the episode for about 20, 25 minutes. It's not that long you're right. there for. Um, and then for them to remake it as Oasis, what a what an idea. Yeah, and then Oasis, they somehow managed to drag it out. <laughs> For the whole episode, there's no B or C plot in this episode. No. It's a lot scary, <laughs> it's, Yeah, it's framed as a ghost story, which is yeah. interesting. And then it becomes less interesting when it starts being a ghost story, in my opinion. <laughs> that's, that's my well, opinion. once they find that, well, once they find the uh, deceased crew member, in yeah, the, that, yeah, that's like, yeah. ooh, it's a horror. Yeah, but it, you know, it's a fairly once they discover what's going on. It's yeah, it's like, meh, okay. <laughs> it was an idea. It was, it was an idea. It was well done. It was well done. <laughs> well, it was, you know, yeah. I I kind of wish they, they had given more for Renee to do, you know, than, but but what they gave him, he did amazing. He was very course, good. He's, yeah, he was very good. So, <laughs> But I, it would have been nice for him to have a, more to play with, you know, in an episode. Well, let's well, let's talk about. It. We might talk, talk about this about later on. The yes. things that the things that he does, right? Yes. Let's. Where should we go for the first round? Okay, let's start with. 
<laughs> Look at hairs. <laughs> I like our categories for this. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let let you know what. Let's start with our hollow authority figures. <laughs> hollow authority figure. Hollow authority figures. Okay. <laughs> Well, in Shadow Play, we only get to know two authority figures. Spoiler, one of them is an organic life form, so he doesn't count. So my choice is Protector Coleus, who is the pleasant and personable head of village security. He's great. <laughs> he's he's lovely. And I'd forgot I when I, I hadn't watched Shadow Play for such a long time. And for a while I thought it was him who programmed everything. I, I do I that almost it. every time I watch that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go, I'll wait, go, that's not the guy. <laughs> He's incredibly jolly for a man who's about to get found out. <laughs> he seems <laughs> <Right>. completely, <laughs> completely un- unperturbed by the whole thing. <laughs> he, he doesn't really think outside the box when it comes to trying to figure out what's going on and what's causing the vanishing villagers. But I suppose, in fairness, he's been programmed not to leave and perhaps not even to be interested in leaving or to to really find out what's going on. He is instrumental in convincing the rest of the villagers to accept the sort of, well, I was going to say reality of the situation, but more the unreality of the situation, and allow Dax to perform her repairs and because he's been given a demonstration regarding the disappearance and reappearance of his favourite cloak. <laughs> uh, which I thought, it's just, a nice, that was my favourite cloak. Well, it's a nice touch. Oh, that was funny, I laughed at that. And once he sees it's true, he trusts Dax and um, Dax and Odo to see it through. And I think Rurigan gives some support then as well to like let's let's let them do it. Yeah. Even though the whole town's folk, they're out there with pitchforks and whatnot. Uh, don't turn it off and on, but they do, and everything's fine. And Coleus is part of that that convincing element who helps save the village. Yeah, that's funny. Um... Yeah, I like it. he's he's he is he's very jolly, like you said, me, <laughs> and he does have he, he's very uh, nonchalant about things in his in his own little way. And and uh, other line I like is is uh, you know he said they t- he tells Odo and Dax about the missing villagers, and Odo's like, "Well, do you have any any suspects?" And he goes, "You were my only ones." <laughs> he uh, says it like, "Man, yeah. <laughs> I thought I had some suspects." You're the first people I've seen. <laughs> In 30 years. Yeah, it's just so funny. <laughs> this poor guy. Yeah, he's he's great. I, I really love him. I, I think he's funny. And and I, th- I think it is interesting that how willing he was to um, to believe the evidence, like you said, like with the cloak. And, and then yeah. at the end, he's like, he's like, well, you know, <laughs> we're holograms. That's just, <laughs> that's what's happening here. So. <laughs> Well, I suppose if you're going to program a security chief, you'll need yeah. him to follow the evidence. He'll need That's to right. he'll right. need to be guided by what's what's happened. Yeah, yeah, he's good at his job. He's not exactly like bumbling. He's just someone no. who he hasn't had to deal with many, you know, crimes. No, occasional theft. Right. <laughs> Nothing like this has ever happened before. Exactly. So yeah. He's so good. protector, and he's a protector as well, which is a nice title. He's not security. Yes, I like that. He's, he's not operations. He's the protector. He's the protector. I like. Oh, I like that too. Okay. Who was your best Hull Authority figure? Okay. Okay. Hold on. Because I forgot, I forgot the stupid captain's name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking up on Memory Alpha here. I can't remember his name. I, I thought I wrote it down, but I can't. I wrote my notes, you know, last week. 
mm-hmm. so I can't find it. You know, normally if I, I try to do it closer to the date, maybe it's of, vanished. It's vanished. <laughs> it's vanished. We no didn't fix real. the. Uh, we didn't fix the uh, optic whatever in time. Yeah, the optronic relays. Optronic relays. Optronic relays. Uh, Is that what it was? I can't remember. Uh, I, I think know. The trip was. was fixing them. Yeah, it's fixing something. Why do you need me to fix the optronic relays? I thought, I know why. I know why you need them to fix them. <laughs> we know. Okay, that's okay. I can't find it, but that's Who's okay. The name, what's the name of the dead the, the dead body? That's him, isn't it? No, that wasn't the captain. That's not was the it? captain. Oh, is it the captain? No, no, you said well, no. I'm not sure. I don't You've think it is. completely thrown my confidence. That's okay. That. I don't that's know okay. what's real anymore, Jen. I don't know whether he's a real <laughs> character. Okay. I know what I'm going to say. Whether I've imagined him. Could be okay. a ghost. <laughs> I don't remember. All right. All right. That's good. I'm going to say no. Okay. All right. So for my Hall Authority figure, well, we have uh, the captain of the ship who's so un- unremarkable that I can't even remember his name now. <laughs> captain somebody. <laughs> and he, you know, he tells the the story, the cover story uh, of, of what happened. Oh, yeah, we were attacked and we land, crash landed here. It's a miracle we all survived. And, you know, now we've been here for three years. And, and he, that, you know, and he tells the story and then it's a room full of people. And, you know, just Renee is sitting in the background and, you know, yeah. it's, that, it's that classic, you know, um, like, like law and order, you know, like <laughs> if someone's famous that they're the one who did it, you know yeah. It was nicely subtle. It was nicely subtle. Oh, yeah, they did a great job. They said that, you know, it's Renee, so we know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he's kind of he's kind of unremarkable. The, ca- the captain's kind of unremarkable. But if you play with the title of Hall Authority figure, mm-hmm. I have someone else I can pick Go who on, is not a hologram, but an authority on the holograms, maybe. Ooh, who, okay. So I'm going with Damar. Who is the traitor that tips them off (laughs) about uh, this this ship? And he's funny. He's funny looking. (laughs) Yeah, you know he's he's got a good look. He's played by Tom Bergeron, which is just funny. And he uh, uh, they're having a dinner, and and he had some spice that he gave them, and it was really really spicy. DePaul wouldn't even try it. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't blame her. And and uh, and then um, he he gives him a tip off about about this crash ship that he stumbled upon. You know, if they're looking for extra you know extra spare parts, this might be a good good place to go. Um, and he gives him this tip uh, for in exchange for for coffee. <laughs> That's it. Archer I, has, I, has chef, yeah. Wrap up. I'll tell anyone anything from. for coffee. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wherever you want. But it, but it's fun because he, it's a, it's a funny thing because he, he, he gives them um, this tip, but he says like, oh, I don't know if I should be telling you this, you know, if I, I care about your safety and, and he, you know, he, and he frames it as, a, as a ghost story. It's like, oh, there was no life signs, but I, I went down in the ship, and, and the crew didn't like that. You know, and, and Shrimp played, you know, he's like, oh, I thought you said there weren't any life sign. You know, yeah. play along with the campfire story. Like, there weren't any. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's a ghost. But, oh, um, but yeah, so. Well, so the Cyrus Ramsey, this one. Yeah, it, it's a bit, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so he, he was a, he was a funny little side character. And, and I, I, I thought that was. An interesting way to get them on to this. It was an interesting way to 
get them to know that this could be a spooky place to go. You know what I mean? Before they got there, like it kind of set the tone before they even went down. There. Yeah, you know it was I mean? very just... much. It had that sort of horror film setup. Didn't yeah, it? That, that's exactly. exactly what that was. Yeah, you get the mysterious uh, local who warns right. you away from something, gives you some information while yes. simultaneously warning you away from something. Yeah, very yeah. very classic. Yeah, ghost spooky story. Yeah, uh, so that was good. Yeah, that's a good. That was the, that was what the cold open was, and I thought that was a neat way to set up an yeah, episode. That was nice. So I'm going with Damar. <laughs> I like it. Uh, that's a good one. He was an interesting. He was an interesting looking character. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, he was. I thought he might come back in it again later on, but yeah. I thought there might be like a twist, like you know, he's setting them up. He knows that something's going to go wrong. He's going to get their ship as they're fleeing away, or something like that. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. But it was really, he's a trader. He prefers to trade in finer wares. Right. Well, they, they offered him some, they offered him some things, a hundred liters of something or other. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not having that. <laughs> he only trades for the finer things. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that too. I mean, I, I believe his story that he legit was scared. was going to salvage the parts from the ship and then got scared away. You know? Yeah, of course. That makes perfect By the holograms. Sense. Yeah. So... And I hope he enjoyed his coffee or sold it for How something else he wanted. How could he not? <laughs> so. If you only had 10 kilos of coffee to last you the rest of your life... How much would you keep and how much would you sell? Oh my gosh, like I think about that stuff all the time when, when they trade like the you know, earth delicacies. Like can you imagine yeah. being in possession of just this is the amount of coffee you have and that's all you can have for the rest of your life. That might be the last mm. coffee you ever drink. You're yeah. Like, am I trading this away? <laughs> what am I getting for this? What am I getting? Okay. And it, was, it was funny, the spicy it was blue, it was like bright blue. <laughs> Everything on yeah. Enterprise is blue. Like that's just even the weird spice, <laughs> this guy's <laughs> trying to pawn off on him. <sighs> All right. Okay. Where are you going for points? Um, although I like Damar, I can't see me giving points to anyone but Protector Coleus uh, for his, you know, his charming, pleasant, <laughs> and entirely useful character. <laughs> yes. Uh, Protector Coleus is also getting my points. He's he's one of the most delightful things about that episode. I really yeah, like him. Completely <laughs> so, is. Yeah, so he's getting my points. But Damar's cool too. He <laughs> is cool. Funny. He looks great. He, <laughs> he really does. does look good. Does. And I think he's an honest trader too. He seems like an honest trader. Yeah. Just rare. And it's nice. It, it actually, it's refreshing <laughs> to meet someone. Yeah. And then yeah. just to be pleasantly sharing information and trading. Right. Rather and than that, that's there's it. no. Yeah, there's no subterfuge or yes. you know sneaky. He's like, oh no, no, you you give me some coffee, and I'll tell you all about. <laughs> and it's a pretty good tip, you know. The whole yeah. a whole sh- a whole crash ship, you can probably get all kinds of good stuff off of. Yeah, I so. think you're scared away too soon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ferengi's wouldn't have been scared away that easy. They no way, they'd be down there <laughs> blowing stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, two for shadow play. Okay, then. So for the next round... <laughs> well, it might be a foreshadowing for the rest of the episode. As far as oh, oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, for the next round, go to the old man and his motivation. Ooh, okay. <laughs> what do you have? What's, what's your motivation? Okay, so... 
Poor Ezreal. Ezreal. Is that his name? Yeah, Ezreal. Yeah. Ezreal. <laughs> I, I didn't so. didn't get that. <laughs> well, it, yeah, because he's just Renee. <laughs> it's just poor Renee. Yeah. <laughs> but he okay. So let's take a minute and and talk about what like a technical marvel these holographic. <laughs> worlds yeah. are yes we'll talk about that later <laughs> okay so but uh but Ezreal's motivation here is it was not true what he what they told captain archer they were not um under attack it had to crash land because of that there was actually an ion storm um and leaking plasma burned you know through the hole and there was a and then there was a big explosion and they and they just crash landed and and um but odo odo <laughs> <That's horrible. laughs> That's it, was uh was uh the chief engineer on the ship and you know he was trying to trying to save the ship but while all the chaos was going on his daughter his little five six-year-old daughter was down below on the lowest deck and he left his post to go and save her because he knew she wouldn't um you know, he knew she wouldn't survive a, cr- a crash landing being where she was. Um, and he felt extreme guilt about that because then they were the, the only two, you know, to survive. And, and you know, obviously he, he talks about how, you know, he, he was the one who killed everybody, you know, which mm-hmm. isn't entirely, you know, it's not entirely no. his fault. And um, but he feels a lot of guilt about leaving his post. And he's gone um, there to save his daughter. He left his post to save his baby daughter. Right, exactly. How how yeah. can you really fault that? What, yeah, what like are we expecting would... him to do otherwise? Right, right. And I don't see him, even if he was at his post, I don't see what he could have done no. to, to save the ship, which seems like, you know, everything was, it was going to happen anyway. Um, but he says he's, so he says he programmed these hollows so she wouldn't be alone. You know, mm. he gave her a holographic version of her mother um, and then populated, you know, the the ship with, with holographic versions of everybody else that they lost. And that's really, really a sad <laughs> It really, sad thing really to do. is sad. Um, and it's not, yeah. not a pleasant way. Very, tra- I mean, it's tragic through tragic and through, and isn't it? Dark, it's not a good and, way of spinning yeah. it. And he, um, I mean, he said he tried for years to fix the ship, you know, he just didn't oh. have the, the parts that he needed, even though he, you know, he's a chief engineer. It's not that he didn't know how, it's that he didn't physically have everything he needed to fix the ship. So he tried to make it as pleasant an environment for his daughter as he could, you know? And you cannot and fault him for that. No, no. But it was an interesting choice, I think, to just recreate, um, the environment they were in instead of doing like a, a Sukal, you know, and, and making like, yeah, completely. Oh <laughs> you my know, goodness. Which, you're absolutely right. I didn't yeah, think of that at all. And, and I think that's more just the psychology of his guilt, you know, yeah, to bring those guys, um, bring back those guys and, back yeah. was more. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's an, it's interesting. It's an interesting scenario. Um, yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. Um, it, interesting morbid sort of yes <laughs> and at the end at the end when he is offered an out he says oh it's okay we'll just re- just give us the bits we'll repair the ship yeah and i thought yeah i think i think i just stuck around for a couple of days 
just just to get it all finished off. Just to make because, it. yeah, <laughs> who who wants that to sort of fall apart at the last minute? Yeah, I um, wondered that too. Like, all you need is like, you know, one thing to go offline again, and then you don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it was a bit like ooh, I was a bit worried about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, same. Here. I'm sure they got off without a hitch. Everything worked out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> or that's the origin of the Borg Queen. <laughs> oh my no! They, they, I can't. I, I can't. Cannot believe it that she has to create her own artificial construction around her. Otherwise, she doesn't know what reality is. Oh my god! Or like she like. The Borg found her and assimilated her, and she rose to the ranks of queen. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> getting really can dark. you imagine <laughs> the Borg from series two? They they pick her up on the way, on oh, the way man. back to their planet. Oh man, no, no, I, no. They, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> they they use they reuse actors enough. They wouldn't. It's too outrageous. Yes, it's too outrageous. And this we'll talk about her later, but I don't think yes. she. Is capable the character, the actress? Yes, the character. I don't think is capable of becoming a board queen. Yeah, <laughs> I'll talk about that. Way later. too. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll we'll just assume you know, uh, Renee and his holograms and his daughter. They fixed their ship. They you know, and it worked fine. And they went on home. It took them a year to get home, and a long old time. You know, <laughs> they're good. Okay, they lived so- happily ever after. Of course, I mean, there's no other way to live. (laughs) All right, how about for Shadow Play? Okay, so the old man's motivation, it's a a similarly sort of disappointingly tragic story. Yeah, yeah. So 30 years ago, the Dominion conquered a planet called Yadera Prime and altered Rurigan's way of life. And I'm not sure how much they altered it. He just seemed to say that they were there so he didn't want to be there anymore. He decided to leave Yadera and set up, purposely go to an isolated place and set up an artificial village, recreating the life he knew and those he knew so he could relive happier times. And over the past three decades, he's lived among the holograms, forgetting that they're almost forgetting that they're not real. And I have to say, I wasn't entirely sure whether whether they were whether they were real to him, whether that he'd recreated real people or recreate. I think he mentioned he had recreated some real people, but whether they all real people? Certainly, some of them were new people who hadn't created the program had generated them okay. through uh, offspring and family members. But it was no. I was never entirely sure whether they were all all real people around him, like people he was expecting to see, family members, friends, or whether he created an entirely artificial construct and they were just completely new people to him. Um, and it's, once It's sad in different ways. Yeah, it <laughs> is. one or the other. <laughs> because he's genuinely alone. I mean, yeah, yeah. I will argue maybe that that's not true because of the nature of the holograms, but... He is the only organic, and he's the only one who knows the secret of what's going on. Right. And initially, he's motivated just to find somewhere to live and live out his days comfortably. Like he would never, if the if the hologram generator was carried on working, he'd have died there. 
and felt happy enough. Right. But as soon as the generator goes off, Rurigan is all that remains. And his clothes, which I thought they might have been holographically generated as well. <laughs> I thought he may have should have just popped up in the nude. But, I, you know, I didn't want to, you know... It's, oh, that's, TV. that's yeah, too TV. real. That's it's too, too real. real. <laughs> um, after he appears, just as isolated, he seems very keen to be returned to Yadera Prime. And he always yeah. seems relieved that the deception's at an end. And it really takes Odo and Dax to convince Rurigan that the holographic villagers have evolved beyond their programming and that the relationship he has with them are as real as anything he had with anyone organic. Um, so he sort of, his motivation is selfish in a way, but is he's convinced by, by those around him and in, in the power of what's been created and the power of their emotions. He is, he is swayed by that. Which yeah, is nice. and, and yeah, it's a nice reveal. I like I like when everything disappears, and then you have to they have to go around the yeah the, it's a the, the, the machine yeah before they see that he's still there. Yeah. I thought that's really cool. And I mean, and he they you know as as Odo and Dax help him realize that these people are real to him. You know, he legitimately loves his granddaughter, and and I I I think I think this is I mean there are worse places to live out your days <laughs> than this yeah. lovely village you know with with you know holographic family but you know it's better than no family at all right absolutely and, it's yeah, better than and, no family at all and I'd like and I'd like to think that I always like well what happens when he dies and they realize he like he rots away I don't know what happens to like the holograms when they quote unquote die but um I hope he like writes them a note and lets them know that he was you know that he was the creator and and to go on and and he loves them and and thank you for oh I hope he I hope he does that nice to them yeah yeah yeah. I hope he does that I hope so too (laughs) I don't know if he does I don't know. Okay, I, 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 I think it, to tell them would spoil the illusion for him. Yeah, he can't tell them until he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. oh man, we've got two very very sad, morbid yeah things happening here. They are really sad, and it's weird because. You know, it's Rurigan's really sort of the outside the box. You don't know necessarily that Rurigan's going to be the character at the end who reappears. Right, yeah. But you do know, I think you sort of know when everything's going wrong that Odo probably will be one of the characters. Odo, I've called him Odo. That's great, let's just call him Odo. Yeah. Yeah, I've been calling this character Odo Odo Renee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. They try to do a similar reveal because. you know, the, the, she shuts down the holograms one by one, and they all disappear one yeah. by one, and the only one remaining is yeah, and that was a very clever, and, which was awesome. Yeah, pretty cool review. If if you didn't, but again, it's the the Law and Order syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the famous person is the one who's guilty. Yeah, <laughs> and it was all it was obvious, but it was also well, yeah. well done. But it was well enjoyed done. Seeing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you didn't know, you might not. Oh, oh well, you did know by then because he, he was talking to her about. What's you know, going on? Not telling them, not telling yeah. anyone. Yeah, okay. Never so mind. if there was a secret, they yeah. knew what it was. You knew by then, but still, yeah. this is a nice way to do it because Archer didn't know. Archer and I guess I think Reed is with him at the time. 
Yes. They didn't know. So it was a nice reveal for them. So. All right. Points. I I think for this one, my point is going to, um, to shadow play. I th- I think there's something lovely about it. <laughs> like just creating a, a, a Sim city for yourself. Yeah. I, I think that's just a nice way to spend the rest of your life. I mean, that's how people are choosing to live, isn't it? They would, yeah. they would rather live in like an artificial construct. Yeah. Whereas, I, I mean, I, I appreciate Oasis and and the situation and, and, and the guilt and, you know, and the and how they really did manage to survive and make a home there for over 20 years. And that's, you know, that's interesting, too. But I, I just I just think there's a I just always think that thought that there was something lovely about this shadow play motivation. So that's where my point's going. I think I like the shadow play motivation. And I like the fact he spent he wanted to just recreate that thing that he loved. Yeah. Well, I think that and that's more of a, a sort of a pure motivation, isn't it? You've created right, something right. because you want to. Whereas I think in in Oasis, he created it because he had to, or he worried yeah. that his daughter was going to have a sort of a strange, lonely life. Right. But also, he is motivated by his love for her. He's doing this yeah. weird thing for her. And I saw that gives it a sort of purity as well, I suppose. So I think that's I might point. give my point to, to Oasis for this. Yeah, that 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 is a really good point because it's it's he's not doing this for himself at all. He was doing it for his no. daughter, and that's that's pretty cool. All right, yeah. all right. So Shadow Play has three, and Oasis is on the board with one. There we Way go. Way to go, Oasis. <laughs> I don't think that's the only one for Oasis. I think there's more to come for Oasis. Okay, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you think is next? All right. Next, let's go to relativity. Relativity. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So there are relatives in, there are relatives in, in, in in shadow play and Lily said Oasis. I'm getting (laughs) Odo confused. Um, (laughs) What's nice is the, the B plot has a little bit of relativity as well as, Quark's cousin is trying to board Deep Space Nine and Quark has to come up with an elaborate method of keeping (laughs) Kira off his scent so his cousin can board and they can trade arms Um, and then you realise the entire B-plot with Kira and Vedic Boreal is in fact a manipulation by uh, by Quark which is nice because it's once again like an entire unreal scenario has been created by someone whose motivations are less than pure. <laughs> um, but, you know, a shout out to Quark's cousin uh, yes. as, re- as, as relativity. But really the relativity belongs to Rorigan and Taya. So Taya is the granddaughter of the organic founder, Rorigan. And she's the offspring of Rorigan's holographic daughter, and I wasn't sure whether the daughter's modelled after a real-life organic counterpart or whether yeah, he's programmed right. her from scratch. I've got no idea. Um, and Taya's like the heart of the episode, her and Odo particularly, which we'll talk about later on. And it's her sort of childish naivety. It's heartwarming and is a plot point when she is with them, uh, with Odo and Dax at the boundaries of the village. And she goes to a tree. And it's like, no one's ever gone further than this tree. 
and Odo and Dax walk past and she walks past and her arm disappears and then you sort of cotton on that what you know what's going on here ultimately it's Rorigan reflecting on his relationship with Taya that saves the village because when he's ready to sort of call it quits and go back to Yadera Prime it's Odo and Dax pointing out that he cares about Taya. He comforts her and tells her stories because he loves her, even though she's a hologram. He 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 has a genuine emotional connection with her and ultimately demonstrates the value of the entire holo program. It's it's grown a bit beyond him and it's it's making them feel things and him feel things and actually it's a very honest and a, a good place and he, it shouldn't be turned off. It should be preserved. So it's really it's her sort of heartwarming personality, which is convinces Odo to convince Rurigan that you need to keep this going. So relativity, it's Taya, the granddaughter. I love Taya so much. Just everything about her. She's so wonderful. She's a very familiar looking actress as well. I wonder if I've seen her in other things. Yeah, I think she's one of those child actors that was just in so many things around that time period. Cause I recognize mm-hmm. her too. I'd have to okay. look her up, but, um, I love her. Uh, I love her relationship with Odo, like you mentioned. I love her. I love her Triceratops rib cage hair accessory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks like she got it straight off the back of a, uh, you know, like Fred Flintstone's car. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the rage. It's amazing. Prime. That's all the rage. Like. All the rage. Yeah. So she. I mean, so she's designed really well, you know, for maximum cuteness. Yeah. Um, and she, and she does that and, and, you know, she has that cute scene with Odo where, you know, uh, where she tries to trick him into, you know, changing shape and, and he, yeah, he's, and he's, he doesn't have any of that. He's not, yeah, he's, not he, he's great. She's great. And, and, and yeah. And, and in her relationship with her grandfather is great. Um, she's, she's just a delight. She's the heart of the episode. Completely. So yeah, you can't go wrong with that. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting because you do have this B plot and the, and the C plot, uh, going on in the background. Yeah. Me, did they mention the C plot? And, yeah. <laughs> where, yeah, the, the Cisco, the Cisco's. Yeah. Where J- Jake is trying to live up to Ben's expectations to be, to be in Starfleet. And here's where we first sort of realized that maybe this isn't what well, we don't realize. We're told directly that Starfleet is not where he sees himself. It's not the career he wants, which is shocking for, wait there, we've got a human who's not in Starfleet? What, <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do with their time? I'm glad they made that choice for him. That that was a really great choice. And, and of course, Ben's going to understand that. You know, he was worried for nothing. I, I love that scene with Jake and O'Brien. I like that he felt comfortable enough opening up to O'Brien. You know, he's supposed to be working on learning how to be a Starfleet engineer. And and O'Brien gives that has that great story. You know, you get a nice little background story about O'Brien about how he didn't want to be a cellist and he's he got, wanted to he's be. He's got in the soul of a musician, O'Brien. He's yeah. got that's it. That, this, this is his entire thing. He's a musician <laughs> through and through. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he wanted to be an engineer. You know, be in Starfleet, and uh, and that's just, it's just a, that's just a really nice little B plot or C plot. My goodness. Yeah, and it's but, really a tiny part of the episode. I mean, yeah. it's only about 
you know, four minutes total. Yeah, it's a really tiny plot, but it reverberates throughout the entire rest of the show. It really (laughs) does. Jake being a writer is really important to that show. Yeah, it makes a huge difference, doesn't (laughs) it? And actually, and you know, that's one of the things about Deep Space Nine is it comes back to the things it's established and it expands upon them and makes them bigger. Yeah. I wish we would have seen O'Brien play the cello again. <laughs> we, Didn't we see him play the cello in... in but it was in uh, Next Gen, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's still got the skills. He's still got it. He could have brought it to... Keiko. He could have brought it to D-Suicide. D- yeah, that's how, that's how Keiko fell for him. She's, a, she's <laughs> mad for the cello. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. And and Vedic Burial and... And that's that oh, so you know, funny as well. Him trying yeah. it on with Kira. And Kira's like, no, no, I am interested. They're adorable. I'm slightly more interested in this. <laughs> They're adorable. I'm sorry. I know I know Vedic Bryle's not the most popular character, but I love I, I think he's great. I don't know what's wrong. I mean he's you know, he's perfectly harmless. Actually, I quite like him. I like he's him got too. that sort of mysterious monk thing going on. I yeah. like that. Yeah, he's very serene. You know, he has yeah. this, this like serenity and this this wisdom about him. I yeah. think he's really good for Kara. He gets her, he gets Kara out of her, you know, dogma box. <laughs> you know, it's like Kara's very much like this is how everything is, and this is what I believe, and that's the end of it. And he challenges that a little bit, but still coming from a similar place that she is. You know, um, and I think that's really good for her. And they both like spring ball. Right? That's that's important. Yeah, no, the, the, you play spring ball? Who doesn't play spring ball? Right. We're, we're both Bajorans, aren't we? We've been right. brought up on spring ball. That's right. So they're very cute. I think they're very cute together. I did wonder, she goes, you guys, should we play spring ball now? And she's like, yeah, I'm not busy. I'm yeah, like, let's really? do it. Because <laughs> I, I thought you were running the station. I thought you were <laughs> well, you she's... Fu- what, Go ahead. Drop what you... Yeah, she's supposed to be in charge of security while in Oda's absence. Yeah. And... Uh, so yeah, I'll go to play spring ball. <laughs> and she's adorable too in the beginning because she does her best Odo impression. You know, when she walks into Quark's and and you know, just let just to let Quark know, like I've got my eye on you while Odo's gone. Yeah, don't yeah, don't yeah. think that, you know, the cat's away, the mice will play. <laughs> my cousin was trying to get in. My cousin. But he knows he's not I have no to idea. Be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Bashir gets in on the act, you know, he's ha- happy to be the spy. <laughs> so yeah, you practice yeah. doing spy another, stuff. Another thing that came back later on. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I look man. forward to it. I'm very excited to Yeah. Yes. Oh, these little plot, this little BNC plot. Yeah. It was Lots good. I liked things. it. So funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who does uh, Oasis have in terms of relativity? Okay, so relativity. So we have we have Liana, who is the daughter of the chief engineer, you know, Renee Renee's character, and and she is played by Annie Wert Wertching Wert Wertching one one name. Annie We're Wertching. all going to be hearing about this now. Yes, I got to get this moment, right. Don't know how to say it. Yeah, but I will soon, I'm sure. <laughs> Who's going to be our Borg queen? But she's very much un-Borg queen-like in this episode, you know. She's got that, that like, doe-eyed pixie hair thing going, which is, yeah. you know, that's never my favorite kind of character because it's just kind of like... It always yeah, it, it always codes yeah. as as like weakness to me. Quite love interest. Yeah, like she's yeah. kind of like you know she's in, I mean I guess she, I guess if you know she's Miranda from the Tempest you know so she I guess that's like 
what she has to, you know. Yeah, literally innocent. Literally, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, she and she does that well, you know. But I could see the actress, you know, you know, doing it, you know, uh, changing, <laughs> changing into a, <laughs> a villain, and that. And, and I'm interested to see and interested yeah. to see that, but there's n- no shades of that here. Um, so, you know, like I said, so so she's. She, she spent her whole life since she was five or six years old in this hologram uh, created ship with her with no one real except her dad and she seems she seems surprisingly well adjusted for somebody that this has happened to you know and um and then the first man she ever sees is Connor Trenier. attractive <laughs> man in Starfleet. <laughs> I bet she couldn't believe it. Yeah, I talk about, you know, Miranda. What's the Miranda line when she sees the man for the first time? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Brave New World. That has such people in it or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) We're in Shakespeare now. We are. Because it very much is that. It's very much like Prospero and Miranda and... And, and she, you know, and this is her like awakening and, and her awakening consists of falling in love with Trip Tucker and eating ice cream for the first time. <laughs> and those are two very, very yummy things to happen <laughs> to somebody. So <laughs> I'm very happy for her. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and we you know, I mean, she's also, she's very, com- you know, competent with the engineering systems there. Chapal has a really good, good joke about that you know she says oh the last time you found someone this competent uh, you ended up uh <laughs> carrying her child or whatever <laughs> yeah she is really snarky <laughs> and that's where you get the idea that she know, maybe snark. she is maybe it's more than just snark maybe yes. there's a bit because yeah. i can imagine tuvok saying something like that <laughs> and obviously you know we presume tuvok's not interested in trip right. but when she says it, because last time this happened, you ended up carrying her child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was funny. What a funny yeah. callback. Yeah. So she, because they, and they mentioned the Zerillians a few times, don't they, through yeah, the episode? Yeah, they oh, do. Because yeah, I was like this on the Zerillian. That's what they saw the hologram. Right. So that's how he knew how to fix the holographic yeah. system was his time yeah. there. So there's some fun, funny callbacks to that. And there, yeah, there's a funny one, too, when he thinks he's being called out for, for spending time with, with Liana. By that Captain was a Archer, perfect gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and Captain Archer's like, um, I'm sure you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there something I need to know, or is this finished? Now? Yeah, it's, it's a, it's funny. It's a funny moment. But, but she, so, so you know, back to Liana herself. Like, so she, she does. Like, like she, she fights to go onto the ship. Um, you know, because her dad doesn't want her to go, and she's like, "Come on, please." You know, uh, I promise I won't say anything. You know, she's very loyal to her dad. And uh, but she goes up. She gets like I said, you know, she has the tour from trip. She's ice cream. She has to feed Flox's bat, you know, even just that, like even just seeing like animals and stuff like that, because they're on like this desolate world they just live inside their ship she hasn't yeah seen... they can't go out they can't yeah. really go anywhere even just seeing the bat must have been like a life-changing experience for her <laughs> you know <sighs> but um yeah so she's you know she's very nice i guess <laughs> there's nothing very dynamic dynamic about her you know um yeah. she's very forgiving <laughs> she's very loyal and I don't know. I'm very, very happy for her the way it worked out, but it didn't seem like she fought very hard. Or, no. You know, it was. Uh, 
I, I thought in any, you know, in modern series, she'd be like, let's go, get on the yeah. ship, we're yeah, away. Yeah. Right, because if this was me, like, I would have played along up until the point where I, we were, they were invited up to the ship, and then I would have yeah. said, oh, daddy, may I please go up to the ship? I won't say anything. And I'd yeah. go up to the ship, and I'd be like, <laughs> let me stay here, please. <laughs> Take me with you. <laughs> lovely guy, but it's time for me to fly the coop. <laughs> right so i'm glad it works out for her but yeah but she's i i mean she's she's a good actress um you can tell and and she does have have very good i I paid attention this time which i never obviously never would have thought to care about but i paid attention to her bone structure to see how she would look in like you know implants already under there yeah like i can see she's she's got she's got the good makings of a board queen in her bone structure so i'm very excited to see see. Uh, (laughs) do you have a favorite board queen uh, I mean, I'm going to go with the first Alice Alice, Alice. Alice, yeah. I think she is just phenomenal, and I don't. I, Susanna Thompson, I'm a big fan of as well. Yeah, and I love the fact they brought both of them into Voyager. Yes. And I like I like the mystery of it that you're not really you don't really know whether they're supposed to be the same person or not. Yeah, or we don't really know yet, That's or whether there multiple are multiple queens. versions yeah. of the same thing. And I, frankly, I would. I mean, I went wild when we saw Alice Craig. I don't know if it's Craig or Krieger. Craig or Krieger. Krieg. Um, Krieg. Krieg, is it? I, I went. I don't know. I was wild when we saw her back in Ix Cretus. I, yes. I that, that was amazing. wonderful. Um, I, I'd absolutely love, love. I mean, when they said they're getting the Borg Queen back, I presumed it would be her. Yeah. And they've got someone else. So it makes me think, though, that there's a Borg Queen and then we're going to have another Borg Queen. The, the bull queen. I really feel like she's coming back. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way. Alex Greig's my favorite, too. I love Susan. Like, the same thing. I love Susanna Thompson. Mm, I really do. And she's different. great, too. They're just, they just, they're just different types of board queens, I think. Like, like they're both, they're both sexy, but, like, Susanna Thompson is almost too like pretty with the role, you know what I mean? And so like, like Al- Alice Creek was a little bit more like, like gritty and like, well, she's also a bit more horrific. as well. I mean, that, Yeah. That, there's that, that, you know, the, the pulled skin and the, yeah. the gray, it's much more green in Voyager. It's yeah. More green. yeah. And, you know, they've got the scene where Susanna Thompson's like assembled, you know, with the arms and legs plugging in, but it's yeah. not the same. It's, it's not the same. A, the, the spine sliding. I, I think, yeah, sliding. and they give her different lighting, and and like her makeup is a little bit more pretty than. I always think she's like soft focus almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas it's much more stark in yeah uh, first contact and slimy, yeah. a bit slimy. I think. Yeah, slimy is a good way to put it. Oof, yeah. So I can't wait to see what they do in Picard. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. So. Okay, we have now we're talking about the relatives of the Borg Queen. Who <laughs> <laughs> who are we giving our points to in relativity? Oh, how can I not give a point to Taya? That's her name, right, Taya? It is Taya. Yes, Taya. It I have to Taya. give my point to Taya. <laughs> I'm also going to give my yeah. point to Taya. Taya, who loses an arm but grows it back, and just the heart of the episode. Yeah, you know, and I, in in fairness. Um, your character is the sort of you know. There's a lot of center on her, but mm-hmm. she's not the heart of the episode, is she? That's not. Yeah. She doesn't have it the same sort of 
I suppose maybe her and Trip could be in a sense. Yeah, I think more though she's she's like the the innocent bystander who needs to be mm. rescued. You know, yeah. like this is, this is not nobody did anything like until they I mean before they started firing phasers at Archer and Reed, they didn't really do anything wrong. <laughs> no. um, and she certainly didn't do anything wrong. Um, she's a, definitely just a victim, um, but she's also there's not also nothing remarkable about her. I you know. Um, she's just, you know, she's got a cute little smile and big doe eyes, <laughs> you know? but I do think that this actress is capable of more, you know? So, and I'm, I'm really excited to see, to see her get a part that has more bite to it. Yes. So I'm very excited, excited about that. But... A bit demony. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Five for shadow play, one for Oasis. <laughs> I knew relativity was going to Taya though. That I mean, she's just yeah, delightful. I, I, I she's, a gem. she's a gem. She's a gem. All right, where are we going next? I think we should go for. I mean, we've got our characters, we've got our relatives. Let's go for the actual tech. Let's go to the next generator. <laughs> Love um, it. <laughs> what do you have for next generator? Yeah, you know the actual design for the room with the the. The holographic emitters are actually, it's actually really interesting design. It's really cool. It's very enterprise, mm, very is. of that time. It's yeah. got, even. it's like the, it's got um, these condo, you know, metal conduits going up, uh, up and down the wall and then into the center console. It's got blue lighting everywhere. The classic enterprise blue yeah. lighting that they love so much, you know, <laughs> uh, which is always fun to see. And it's got these big clunky, it's got some, it's got, it's got some like, you know, aughts view screens. And uh, at one point, tri uh, Trip holds a, like a stylus that's like straight out of, <laughs> you know, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, swiping a, a library book in the, you know, <laughs> in the aughts. And, and, it, and it, it's just, it's just a really fun design. Um, the holograms themselves each are contained within a, a cartridge. Which is pretty interesting because there's a very, um, you know, it's a very visceral moment then when when T when Liana, um, you know, pulls out the cartridges one by one and it, and it, and each time she does it, a different hologram disappears, you know. And the cartridges yeah. themselves are pretty cool. They're like they're they're very metallic, which you know they're not plasticky, they're metallicy, and um, and they're very intricate and very heavy looking. And and I, I think that I think that's really fascinating because it. It does contain, I mean, it contains basically a whole person, you know, and, you know, and I think about her ripping those holograms out. And at one point, I mean, she ripped out the, the cartridge that belonged to her, her holographic mother and that, you know, and uh, which is, is tough. But but the actual techie part of it is, is a really, really neat set. It's, it's a very cool prop. I really I, I, I think that's one of the, the strengths is the design of this this fallen ship. Yeah, I think the idea of having something like physical you can actually pull out. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, nowadays you'd either pull out a cable. At the moment, you'd either pull out a cable or press a button. Right. Have <laughs> you yank out like a cartridge, you know. And if it's glitchy, you pick it up and you just blow down the middle of it and plug it back <laughs> in. It starts to work again. Right, right, right. I like it. Yeah. Lots of blue. Um, Lots of blue lighting. Yeah, it is very blue. Just makes I used, me to, so I used to think Discovery was quite blue, but now I realize the Enterprise is <laughs> Enterprise even bluer. is super blue. Yeah, blue LEDs became very cheap around that time. 
in Which like the late nineties, early two thousands, the blue LEDs. That's why we get a lot of blue LEDs in, in enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it so much. <laughs> okay. So for next generator in shadow play, the generator is in is central in the village. It's like a massive, freestanding, quite organic looking computer interface yeah. with a big sort of circular, almost sort of fossil like motif on it. And it creates an Omicron particle field, which <laughs> generate uh, which is timely. It's nice, nice to get the Omicrons out there. It's timely. Um, yeah, uh, it, which generates and sustains the village and the villagers. Alas, it is deteriorating and will fail completely. Thankfully, Dax is capable of carrying out a quick and lasting repair, which seems to consist of turn it off and on again. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> he really does. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to reset this here. <laughs> yeah. You know, just have you tried? Have you tried turning it off and on again? Have <laughs> you tried Control Alt Delete? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and she does, she does do it, and it comes back. And I wonder if the villagers look at the at the generator with a bit more reverence, knowing it's now not just a an unusual sort of piece of, you know, municipal art, yeah. but is in fact the source of their very existence, which they will literally cease to be without. Wow. <laughs> it's a bit. It's a. It, it's very uh, TOS. To me, yes. that device. It, it, really, that reveal at the end is very TOS as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we shocked you with this. You, how? We, you didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, like, a... Have we seen it before, that structure as well? I, I looked on Memory Alpha to see if we'd seen it somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I couldn't see it. I didn't see it anywhere else, but it looked very sort of... It does look familiar. Deep Space nine to me. Like it does. It does look very... Before. Yeah, Deep Space nine <laughs> put it <laughs> yeah i don't know if we have yeah but, but that's interesting yeah because deep space nine would do that a lot they'd have like the intricate electronics contained in like a stone or you know like yeah yeah that's like, such a good that's like, such the, a good show yeah like the elaborate casings you know is, is what they yeah. like to do that's interesting but here it was a and com- they seem to know it was a computer though they seem to know yeah i think they, they figured it was like where the electricity you know i mean you yeah. know the electricity flows there you don't necessarily know there's optronic matrices or whatever it is yeah <laughs> so it's important but they didn't know how important it was but <laughs> yeah that's funny just all i needed was a was a reboot <laughs> yeah well, that's it. it's simple fix. i mean the episodes as i said the episodes are very short yeah that, you know the, the, the bit they spend on the planet is short yeah i mean they could have made this a lot more complicated they could have but they, well, they yeah they could have, it depends on, yeah, because they weren't going for, I mean, like, I, I, Enterprise was able to stretch out because they, they played up on the horror element yeah. of, in the first half, which, which makes sense. And, and that was kind of fun. Like, I, 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 that's what I liked about this episode was the ghost story in the beginning. You yeah, know? it was good. And, um, and, and to, you know, to Paul pretends that she's never been scared in her life, you know what I mean? Because she's cool as a cucumber. And <laughs> and then Chip says, oh, that's too bad. You know, there's nothing like a good scare. And he, and he takes his flashlight and puts it under his chin when he says it, like you do when you're telling a ghost story. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was yeah, really cute. Yeah. That is cute. So, yeah. 
But um, but that's so funny, yeah, because in, in Oasis, I mean, the, the point of the episode was they needed them to repair the... Uh, I mean, both of, both of these episodes had failing generators, but yeah. yours was a, a mystery. Theirs was they just needed parts that only Enterprise had to, to fix it. And it was a little bit more intricate of a repair than just the <laughs> turn it off and turn it on again. Yeah. <laughs> okay what are we doing points wise for next generator i i'm a i'm such a huge fan of the enterprise style of technology yeah it's just such a i i just it's just so of its time but also just it just really it just really fits to me as something that's like just a little bit more futuristic than we are even though now there are some things that are outdated, you know, it still does that for me. It still does enough for me for that. And I, I, I find it, I find it strangely beautiful. <laughs> yeah. The blue lights and the, and the, you know, and the metal, the stainless steel and the blue <laughs> lights. There's just something cool about that. So who knew, who knew you worked in technology? <laughs> <laughs> who me? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I do, I do like the shadow play uh, one too. I think, I think it's, I think it's a neat focus for a town square, like the way it's designed. Yeah. It's designed to fit into its environment, and that's cool. It made me think of like, you know, when you play like Sims games and you have to start building something and you have to start from a point and then you build out. Yes. Yeah. Like why, why did I end up putting, you know, <laughs> that mine by that, you know, that because you think oh, it's just what I did at the time and I can't go back and change it now. <laughs> But you know, he starts off with a thing in the town right. square. He's yeah, like, I should have put it in a factory or right. out of the way or buried underground. <laughs> no, it's in the town square now. Everyone knows what it is. Exactly. So, my, um, so Oasis getting my point for this round. Oasis How gets a point. You? That's fair. Yeah. So I, based purely, if we're going on looks, then because I do like the look of the Enterprise one. I do think you're right. It's very Enterprise. That sort of round. You know, you can walk around the thing, you can walk around it, and but I, I just I do like the I do like the generator. I like the look <laughs> of the generator in uh, Shadow Play. Right. I like the fact that it creates Omicron particles. It, that is, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I shouldn't like that. I should, I should be annoyed. <laughs> that. I, I I feel like it's just weirdly like that's the suddenly it's, the word Omicron's everywhere. Yeah. Um, and their particles as well, which is exactly what we oh, don't want. Oh my god. So. I think I'm going to give my point to Shadow Play. Yeah. Give your point to the Omicron particles. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that is funny. That is rather timely, unfortunately. It is. But, uh, yeah, I keep, I, I keep, I kept listening when I watched Oasis to see if they were also Omicron particles, but they, they don't mention Omicron particles at all. And no, I think that's because, don't. I mean, that makes sense because they wouldn't have any reason to scan for Omicron particles. In Enterprise time, they wouldn't know. I don't know. That's the whole reason Odo and Dax are out there. We found an unusual Omicron particle field. Yeah. That's the whole reason they've gone out to the Delta Quadrant. I know, yeah. Well, Odo's looking for his... uh, I was looking for Mar and Par, obviously, but... Yeah. um, Yeah. The fact that you sent out someone's like, yeah, head out there. Have Have a look. But, I mean, I don't think Enterprise, at that time, they know enough to look for Omicron particles. Oh, no, 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 no. Right, yeah. Yeah, because I think I think that was I mean, for all we know, the these uptronic nets or whatever they were do 
emit <laughs> Omicron particles. But one, I, I think they talk about a dampening field in Enterprise, but also I think too that I mean, like you said earlier, Trip only knew how to fix these because they ran across that one ship that had a a holodeck, you know. So no, I don't know. All right. So final, uh, not final round. Coming yeah. up to the final round, yeah. scores are two for Oasis and uh, <laughs> a rather blinding six for Shadow Play. <laughs> um, so unless unless uh, the f- the final round can dish out some points for Oasis, it could just fade into obscurity. Oh, poor Oasis. <laughs> Not until they fix the ship, though. <laughs> not, of course, of course not. Right. Well, finally, and to discuss the main character of these two episodes, we are going to look for amazing aubergenoir. Aubergenoir. Amazing aubergenoir. I love it. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> oh, and I love him so much. He's He is amazing. So... Tell us about the amazing, the amazing Aubergeois moment in Shadowplay. So there is some really, really nice scenes with Odo and mostly with Taya. So there's a there's a nice scene at the beginning with Dax where Dax is trying to have a like a, a gossipy conversation with him, and Odo just does not. He's not. He's not <laughs> oh, yeah, he just does not get it, and. She's trying to explain, oh, so-and-so likes so-and-so, but she likes so-and-so. <laughs> She's got all the hot gas. How is this going to impact security? <laughs> so it's not. It's not going to impact it. You, doesn't, you don't need to worry about that. He's like, well, why are you telling me any of this stuff? I don't, I'm not interested. And that's funny, but it sort of is echoed in the next scenes where he actually does spend time talking to someone and learning about them and hearing what they have to say and then, you know, sharing a bit of information about himself because it really is rare that we see Odo explain what he is in a totally non-defensive way or even to demonstrate his shape-shifting ability because really for a shapeshifter he does not shapeshift very much um and I often wonder if we'd seen more if we'd seen a I don't know a a shapeshifter assault on DS9 I mean they I remember their scene I think it's way of the warrior where they start with their they're sweeping the ship looking for uh, looking for a shapeshifter, and Odo is pretending to be a, a comp, a screen in the promenade, and he's static. And I just, uh, I remember thinking, I bet that's not what would happen. I bet the shapeshifters would just be all over the place. They'd change so quickly, you wouldn't be able to get a bead on what you were supposed to be doing to them. They'd be gas, they'd be a bird, they'd be a rock before you knew what was going on. Um, and I wondered if that's the technology of the time, really, sort of impacting how we view Odo as a a rather staid and static individual rather than the sort of the fluid and dynamic creature he could have been. Right. Anyway, I've completely gone off the point. <laughs> um, the scene where he really connects with Taya is where she's sort of looking beyond him as a stranger or a novelty, and it's really quite heartwarming. And she asks him what's wrong with his face. And we have to hear him acknowledge that he just doesn't do faces very well. Uh and we hear the sort of the sad story about how he's rather very lonely because although people find him interesting and curious, often they just sort of are pretending to be his friend and 
actually they might be quite scared of him because he actually has a power which they can't really ever get away from or comprehend with because he is you know he can do something that is really just completely bizarre unusual and unique um and he explains that you know he did have friends but they'd ask him to be a chair or whatnot <laughs> and then Taya asks him well if you are a shapeshifter wouldn't you turn into something and he's like maybe later and that is such a person who's not a shapeshifter would say that. Well, I'll do it. I will do it later on. So you can you can fly, can you? Can fly now? Oh, well, I will fly, but not right now. I'm a bit tired. Um, and he he befriends Taya, and he sort of spills his secrets to her in a way of getting her to open up to him about her mother and where the last time he saw she saw her was. Um, and this connection results in him encouraging Rorigan to save the entire village from their artificial oblivion. And at the very end, we're rewarded with this rare demonstration of Odo's actually excellent shapeshifting abilities as he twists into a top and, uh, you know, for her, for Taya's entertainment, which was amazing, really, because he doesn't often do stuff like that. So it was nice to see sort of Odo's entire backstory and Odo be more than just a a grunting out of place person he is central to the story he's having lots of conversations and we're getting loads of background information about him and he's bringing it up and sharing it so actually for amazing Aubergenois I think just every scene where Odo talks with Taya yeah yeah yeah, him and Taya are just delightful together. Um, yeah, and then when he when he turns into a top, for like you said, we don't see it very often. He, he doesn't he doesn't do that for people. No, uh, you it's know, ever. <laughs> it's not a parlor he trick. It's not going to do stuff like that. Yeah, but for Taya, he did it. Oh man, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's great. He's great with kids, <laughs> which is surprising for the character. But <laughs> what other children? Are, I suppose apart from Nog, he's not he's not that great with Nog. Um, <laughs> yeah, where did I where did I think that? What other kids? Yeah, is he? I was like, well, is he no, great I'm with kids? About, I'm thinking about that. Maybe <laughs> I'm thinking of the baby changeling. <laughs> Maybe he, he is good with baby changeling. He's very good with the baby changeling. Maybe I don't he, know where. I, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm just inflating his scenes with Taya into other episodes. Oh, well. Maybe. Anyway. When does he, anyway. Ever, does he ever come across a child again? No, now that you mention it, I'm probably... Oh, okay. no. Do you know what he does when they come across that chi- that uh, baby Jemadar? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, he certainly is amazing in shadow play. And um, that's why they bring him back, right? <laughs> yeah. He's That's amazing. why they bring him back. He didn't have to be in this episode. <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah, and I, like I said earlier, I, I really wish he had been given an episode with a little bit more, a little bit more interesting of an episode to, to show his his chops because he's got so many good, you know, he's got he's got the acting chops, you know. Yeah, he didn't do much this yeah. episode. And I mean, he does, the, he does great with what he has, you know. He, ha- he has some good scenes. Um, he has some good scenes with Archer. Uh, yeah. When he finally realizes he's, you know, he's wrong, and to try to keep his daughter there, and you know, obviously he didn't take it didn't take much persuasion. It was just, 
it's just old 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 people don't like change and he had to get used to it you know <laughs> knowing that this was oh yeah this is obviously the right thing to do <laughs> you know trip had to yell at him <laughs> that was yeah, funny he, he does yeah. say I, I, yeah. i'm not used to change i was like yeah oh, very funny very yeah. funny <laughs> yeah that was funny that's that's a good nod that's a good nod to it and um yeah so he has some good scenes there he's very good um He's good, you know, he's good with, with Liana. You can see, you know, he, he genuinely does have, um, you know, fatherly affection for her, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. he, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's a great, he's a great actor. Um, but I, the moment I have picked is, is just a moment that's like, so Odo. <laughs> <laughs> that that like I, I almost saw him, you know, be Odo, you know what I mean? When, when he when he did it, um, I almost see Odo's face, you know, because he just gets that look. So this is this is before they find out what's happening here. And um, and and Trip Trip and and and, and Renee's character are having a, a little, you know, disagreement. This is before, you know, the blow up because this is this is when they don't know what's happening. They just mm-hmm. they just know that these people are are lying or being difficult and, and you know, and we're just trying to help you, you know, that stuff. And and Trip says to him, Trip says, she says, You've got a lot to learn about making friends. And Renee does that Renee thing where he like he like pauses. I don't want to like he just has the perfect timing like he pauses and turns around and like like laughs a little you know, like twinkling eye renee twinkle eyes you know and he says and then he delivers the line he says he says i've made all the friends i need you know which which, uh, trip doesn't know what that means you know because we don't know that he's literally made his friends and and it's funny just just the way he like it's a joke that's going to only be for him, but he's going to make it anyway, you yeah. know, and he just delivers it jokes. so perfectly. Yeah, it's just, it's just such a Renee way to deliver that line, you know, yeah, um, you're it just, right, it just makes very, me smile. Yeah. That's very O'Doey. Yeah. 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 No, I like it. Yeah. Oh, that is great so, so, th- so that's the moment I picked, but there, you know, anytime he's on screen, he's amazing. There are a few. Another one I thought was funny was uh, the same conversation with Archer. He says, he says, I'm, I'm, I can't adjust to change, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but he also, when he first comes in, he says, oh, I haven't been in space for ages. Yeah. It's been a long time. That's right. Like, oh, yeah. That's good, yeah. Yeah, that's cute. Eight years that's ago. Cute. Eight years between Shadow Play and... Oh, there you go. <laughs> and Oasis. Oh, wow, really? That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that was nice. That was a nice conversation, too, because you're right. Because he, he said something, like, he also, he's like, he's like, nice ship you got here. You yes, because like he's, he's an engineer and he's more used to space travel, perhaps, than yeah, uh, Archer yeah, is. Yeah, they're afraid. They're as a freighter vessel. Yeah. They, they're going to know. They're going to know space travel better than Archer. Yeah, and I thought that was. I just thought that was a nice way of like recognizing the show. To you know, like oh, you got a nice ship here. You know, this is Enterprise is, is doing pretty well. You <laughs> know, I like that. So yeah, so he's incredible. The literally the only thing good about this episode is that Renee is in it. <laughs> Quite honestly, yeah, I, that's, that's, I mean, it's I okay. Think, it's okay. Not the only. You know, the, the ghost it's not my story, favorite. The, the ghosty bits are good. The ghosty bits are good. The the, the Demar yeah. at the beginning, he's good. Yes, that's um, true. That's true. You know, trips trips charming and funny throughout. You know, it's not, <laughs> and they, you not know, a terrible episode. It's a very forgettable episode of Star Trek. Yes, yeah, I'll put. Yeah, that's more. It's more middle of the road in that it's very forgettable. Yeah. Like. 
Sometimes I think that's worse than being just really bad. Because at least sometimes a really bad episode is is like funny to watch. Or, you know. (laughs) If 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 Rene Abujama hadn't been in it, it would be much more forgettable. I don't think I would even remember that this episode. You know, it is the episode that he's in. Yeah, of Enterprise, and it was nice. I think it it was nice to bring him back for an episode that he was so important in, mm-hmm. in Deep Space Nine. Like Shadow plays a really, a really he- heavy Odo episode, you know, with him, you know, f- having this connection with Taya and and solving this mystery. And he, there's a lot of good Odo stuff there, and yeah, and it's and nice. It is- they're, they're using the fact that it's quite light on actual plot. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, they're, they're, there's a lot of filler. Yeah. But it's nice because you learn a bit about Odo. You, you learn yeah. about what it's like to be a, an alien in a, in a human environment and not just an alien, right. but an alien that's so vastly different from everyone else. You're not, no one's really sure what to do with you. <laughs> okay. Where's your point going for amazing Aubergenoir? Oh, man. <sighs> you go first. <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm actually, I am going to go for Oasis. I think the line you chose is funny and I like it. It is about, about Rene rather than necessarily about. Yeah, because um, it, it was the delivery. Ezreal or Odo. Yeah. It was the delivery it, that made it. Yeah. yeah. And it also, I do like those jokes, those jokes you make just for you. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. my wife accuses me of like, if, you, if, if something's funny for just for you, you just said in your own head. If you say it out loud, no one understands. <laughs> it's not as funny. Like, no, it is funny. It's for the people in TV land. They know it's funny. Exactly. I'm doing this for them. Exactly. <laughs> so oh, I'll give you my so point funny. to Odo's TV land joke. I oh man, I like that. I really do think though. I I think I am gonna give it to Shadow Play because him. It's the look he gives Taya when he, like, he, he he was just leaving. He didn't have to, but he gives that smile. He goes, Taya, you know, Taya and smile. And he sm- gives that Odo kind of smile. <laughs> like, you know, as, as much as Odo does. And, yeah. and, he, and he turns into a top for her. That That is, that moment works because of Renee, you know, being, being sweet. Well, you know, I don't know. I, like, he's acting through the Odo makeup. For yeah, that, which is just so cool, and I think I think I just want to give him a point for 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 being Odo, the version of Odo that we do only get to see sometimes, where he's he's that is true, and, and we don't, vulnerable, we don't get to see this, yeah. and I like that. Yeah, so I th- I think I'm giving him a point to Shadow Play there. Okay, all right. So at the end of those at the end of those five rounds, Shadow Play is lighting up the room with seven <laughs> points. And Oasis recedes into the distance oh. with a <laughs> hazy three. Oh, um, man. And for two episodes, which often are, we deem as exactly the same. Yeah. They're not. This, there's they're a not, lot of lot yeah. that's exactly the same, but they're obviously not exactly the same. Yeah. Um, but they do have a lot, a lot of similarities about them. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. I prefer Shadow Play to Oasis. Um, I think I prefer Shadow Play to Oasis as yeah, well, and I, yeah. I, I maybe wasn't sure I would when I started watching them. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you need to watch these two episodes together. No, I don't think, no, I don't think much is done anything. from watching one after the other. 
No, unless you are just doing a Renee, a Bourgeois, yeah. great, greatest hits. Then I think that's yeah. it works kind of cool. Yeah, add those you'd, two pick out, you'd pick out the Enterprise episode he's yeah. in. But yeah. I wouldn't necessarily think this is a great sit down, yeah. sit down double bill. Yeah, agree. I, I yeah. definitely switched the generator off in that case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't make a good Snapchat because they were incredibly similar <laughs> it's a, well just like every episode of star, star trek gen it makes a perfect snap trick it does true 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 two other things i like about oasis mm-hmm. i love the quilted away team jackets if you don't remember go back and take a look at the beginning when they first get to the ship they're all wearing these super cool quilted jackets and i'm obsessed i am with gonna them. do that i am gonna yeah. look at that now um i also think it's a perfectly trip Tucker thing to like Rocky Road ice cream. Who the hell likes Rocky Road ice cream? Is their I mean, favorite ice, ice cream trip bits Tucker. in it. You just why, yeah. why put inclusions in your ice cream? If you like ice like, cream, eat ice cream. Like marshmallows don't even freeze well. They're just kind of like mushy and gross in, in ice cream. But marshmallows and ice cream is such a horror. Rocky Road is the Rocky, worst kind of ice cream. Yeah, like who likes Rocky Road? Trip Tucker. That is the perfect ice cream. For yeah, t- <laughs> kind of a pan fried cap. Country. By a bowl of oh my Road god. Yeah, peak uh, sc- scoop of Rocky Road on top of pecan pie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's no. exactly. Per- it's too sickeningly sweet. <laughs> And it's yeah. perfect for him. <laughs> so I think that's just a funny little character thing to add in there. Um, one thing I don't like that I did want to mention because it bothers me. They say it in more than one episode mm-hmm. um, about how a third of the ship is female. When, when he's explaining to her about the Enterprise. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, one third of the ship is, is women or whatever he said, you know, whatever he says. And I just I really eye roll every time. Lot. To, when they say that, so much more different because they think, yeah, because you know that whoever made the decision, uh, you know, to, to do that, I'm not ma- naming any names, I guess, but <laughs> um, yeah. but I can guess, like, thinks that they're being um, progressive by saying like a full third of the ship is female yeah. on a ship like this instead of like it being 50 50 and not being a big yeah. deal which is what the more you know what it should which be is by exactly then. what it would be now or yeah reverse, actually yeah most of the most yeah over half so, a population of females yeah you know, it, would, it would be more like that nowadays more so that, representative reality. that just it just bugs me so much <laughs> yeah no, you know because especially especially you know being an engineer where okay like when i when this came out and we know when i about when i started my career mm-hmm. um Sure, like it was less than a third, you know. I was maybe like, I I was, you know, most of the places I worked, I was the only, you know, the only, you know, woman in my group. Yeah, um, of course. So I guess technically having it be one third women at that point would have been better than it was, but <laughs> it's still not where we're trying to get. No, <laughs> and just it's... just put it in the mouths of the characters about like how that's like, like should be like. A sense of a point of pride almost like i don't know it's just really weird and it just irks me so strange because my career is the opposite i am i am male speech and language therapists are incredibly rare that's so, funny. so i think it's only three percent 
yeah, of wow. the population, of the speech therapy population is men. So I am wow. always, usually, the only man yeah. in the room yeah. <laughs> when we're whenever I'm at meetings or at yeah. Uh, yeah. conferences or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Usually just me. That's so funny. I had the same from the you know the opposite yeah. <laughs> situation. That's so funny. <sighs> Someday right. it'll all yeah, be. Yeah, well, one day it'll all be completely equal. <laughs> yes, once we figured everything out. <laughs> Right. All right. Now that we've uh, switched the generator back on and the hollows are running, what are we doing for the next episode of Snaptrack? Good. Now that we've finished with the old business, on to the new. Time to hand out next month's story assignments. Ritterhouse, we're waiting. Okay, friends and neighbors, let's see what Uncle Roy has for you today. And in the next episode of Snap Trek, we will be taking a long look at a short track and making a short shrift of a long Star Trek film as we compare <laughs> one of the longest films, Star Trek The Motion Picture, with one of the shortest short tracks, Ask Not. <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that should be interesting. The long and the short of it. The long and the short of it. That's what I should have said. That's much better. <laughs> but we'll open with that in the next the next episode. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of SnapTrack. Do get in touch with us with any ideas for episode comparisons or any of your Star Trek poetry. Um, and before we pull out the cartridges and delete our programs Jen <laughs> is there anything you'd like to say <laughs> oh I just want to say thank you everyone for listening we really appreciate it and this was a lot of fun so, it was you. it was a lot of fun thanks everyone goodbye bye live fast and prosper <laughs> oh yeah I forgot <laughs> you can say it now <laughs> live fast and prosper My mother's back. I'm glad. You're leaving. I'm afraid so. I'll miss you. I'll miss you too. Thank you for bringing my mother back. I hope you find your parents, too. Thank you, Taya. So do I. Taya? Computer two to beam up. <laughs>